So the first episode didn't record, uh, not last weekend. No, no, no. Two weekends ago, no, but two weekends before that, so like a month ago, we were in Dry Creek, Chris and I. This is episode one. Mike and Chris and Wine were going to West County, obviously on a Pinot mission. Um, not like, you know, all Pinot-fied, but um, I don't know, Chris. Uh, where are we going? I, I totally forgot our itinerary. So. Uh, we are actually going to a very fun winery today. We are going to uh, Purple Pachyderm Station. It is Claypool mm-hmm. Cellars by Mr. Les Claypool, who is the lead man, um, singer, and bass player for the band Primus. Yep. So that's where we are going today. Yeah, so... We have reservations at 1 p.m. You asked me if I had a varietal focus, and just as it happens, it's Pinot, but is there anything else you're after? Uh, in Dry Creek, we, Dry Creek, we were after, you know, Zinn, Rhone Blends. Um, what, I mean, what do you want to do today, dude? Like, that's what are you after? Of, that's kind of it, too. There's a, we're not going to find... I mean, I don't think we're going to find any cab today. No. So I think it's just pretty much going to be everything else that we can get our hands on. So. All right, cool. Speak up, because I don't know if this mic is really getting yeah. the gist of it. But, yeah. So we're out tasting today. Uh, it is overcast and chilly. find the adventure, sir. Yes, we are going to find the adventure. So the purpose of this podcast is there is no purpose. It's just wine. A very singular and contained thesis uh, you know, no tasting notes or anything, but I think eventually you and I might get into like doing tastings on the air, like maybe at your house at that bar, you know, um, and also and wine tasting as well. Wine taste. That's what I just said. Did you say blind? Oh, bl- oh, I'm sorry. No. I thought you said wine tasting. I'm like, yeah, idiot wine tasting, but yeah, blind tastings and then wine and music, you know, cause you DJ and shit. So, um, I don't know. How long have you been collecting wine? I've, I've been meaning to ask Seven you that. Seven years. Seven years, and I met you. Seven years. I met you at Roth, so that's 2017, before the fires. Remember, because I remember seeing you at the hotel when we were staying in that. I'm sorry, when I was staying at the hotel with my family, we saw you and Dana at that pizza place. So yeah, and we had known you since he had started at Roth. Yeah, so so seven years. So when you first started getting into wine, what were you after? Like where uh, you... Cabernet, because Rothrock Estate was actually my first wine club that I had. Uh-huh. Um, I was looking for my aha moment, and my aha moment came when I was in Texas at a steakhouse, and it happened that someone that I was with from here ordered a Roth Estate cab with our ribeye steaks, and I finally had that aha moment with that's what I'm looking for, Yeah, which turned out to be, you know, in a long, long road of finding out that I really loved Malbec. Petit Verdot and Cap Franc and basically good Bordeaux blends yep. and eventually Alexander Valley. So I yep. started at Roth Estate and that's yep. where my passion really started to accelerate. Cool. Very nice. Yeah. Which was where you are, sir. Yeah. And me, uh, my wine story started uh, when I was living in San Ramon. Did I ever tell you this story? I believe I've heard this before. Yes. It was, uh, so at the time I was, you know, dating or whatever and I was going to have this chick over and cook her dinner and I called my mom and I said, because mom was working at on call at St. Francis and I'm like, you know, what kind of wine should I get? And she's all, get a Blackstone Merlot. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that sounds fancy or whatever. And it was Merlot, a Blackstone Merlot and the AVA on it was California. So now, I mean, of course I cringe when I see that shit, but <laughs> um, yeah, it was uh, Blackstone Merlot. So Merlot is kind of the varietal that did it for me. And now I just drink anything except for Zinfandel, but I do drink Zinfandel. I don't know, Zinfandel and I still do not see eye to eye Except if my sister makes it, of course, that's biased. Kind of a dumb statement to make, but I don't know. I mean, I know you're like a Zinfandel 
hooker. I enjoy Zinfandel when the alcohol levels are lower and you don't get the burn. Yeah. I like the fruit of it, but I don't like it just jammy. I don't, I don't want, I want something that's going to be, has some complexity to it, has just some body to it, has some thought put into it. Yeah. Some love. Yeah. You know? Well, you know, Taryn's working at the, uh, Wil- for the Wilson portfolio now. Yeah. And I know today is her first day. I don't know what property she's at, but if we can maybe squeeze that in and taste some Zins over Sweet. there with her. So, and, w- and this is super ironic because when I met Taryn at Chalk Hill in the tasting room, like her and I were like talking shit about Zinfandel. That's like how we bonded. And now she's working for Wilson. And like when she told me about that job, she kind of texted me. She's like, LOL, ha ha ha. I'm going to Zin house. I'm the Zin queen, which and is just funny. there's a lot of and, Zin in that portfolio. Oh yeah. And there's good Zin in that portfolio. And, 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 and bringing it back to, you know, Taryn and, P- and you and people like you and Taryn, like, Wine to me, the reason I got into it was for the people, like just meeting really cool people, the events, um, and just all the positive, you know, just pause vibes and positive energy in the wine industry. I, I mean, it's never been about scores or pretension or, you know, what bottles I have in my cellar or, or anything like that. Um, I don't know. I hate it when wine gets like that. It really annoys the shit out of me. And I love Wine Spectator, but sometimes Wine Spectator tries to be kind of like mm-hmm. you know but I, I don't know I think they're trying to follow a certain formula you know to try to find keep some sort of consistency to have be a brand yeah which is great and I, I do read it just to get an idea of what's out there yeah. there's some great articles that they do write just showcasing certain wineries you know around yeah. and so it's always good to find out dude, you know who's up and coming yeah dude know? why the fuck are you so. driving with no hands that's really making me nervous oh really yeah oh you never notice I do that I hate that don't do that that scares me <laughs> So Chris and I often argue like an old, or bicker like an old married couple. So, oh, like I'm doing now, dude. Please don't. Arms, Honestly, that totally knee. gives me a panic attack. And, and by the way, I and we're on driving. Occidental Road, so this dickhead's driving with no hands. Like no. And I drive, I'm also driving a stick shift. So. Well, yeah, but you can just like keep it in fun. third or fourth gear anyway. So, uh, first destination. I'm I'm excited about this place. Um, so, I've so. never. Well, no, I have heard of it, but I've never investigated it or tasted anything from it. So, what's the price point? Is it? Like that first place. So that, believe it or not, they've got uh, Rice Spivak um, Vineyard. They oh, have nice. Thornhill Vineyard, which uh-huh. uh, Thornhill is also usually kind of about seventy-five bucks a bottle, uh, but they do source from Rush River. Uh, so we're looking at kind of the fifty to maybe eighty-five dollar price point for Pinots. Okay. Uh, maybe like a thirty-dollar, thirty-five dollar rosé. Um, I also Sweet. believe that they do have a sparkling. It's probably about fifty, fifty-five bucks. Uh, but just really fun winery, cool labels, cool yeah. bottles. Um, they've been doing Pinot for quite a while, and, and uh, I, I enjoy the winemaker. And when you see, you go inside and see the winery, if you know the band Primus, yeah. uh, you're definitely not surprised on who owns it. And yeah. Not so. Yeah. Which we'll, uh, we'll have to get some. You mentioned of that. you mentioned Bottle Barn earlier, kind of off topic, but on topic. You mentioned Bottle Barn earlier, and I was like, you know, I, I want to buy myself a Christmas present. You're like, go to Bottle Barn. In my room, I totally forgot about this bottle. It's on my dresser. It's an Orin Swift bottle. It's like, uh, it's in a Burgundy bottle. I, I don't know if it's like a Rhone blend or what it is, but. I've been dying to open that, and I totally forgot that I had it. And is this that, morning, I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm, so I'm, I might is pop that, that the tonight. Bottle you bought at the winery? At the no, 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 dude, no. When you and I went hella long ago, no, all hey. those have been drank, dude. Oh, like, I've got some bottles that we got together. Are you serious? Napa, yeah, absolutely. Damn, but no. Anyway, I'm gonna crack this thing open tonight and see what's what. So, I want to find more labels like that. I love Orange Swift. It's yeah, that I was a good taste. Yeah, and that guy behind the bar, I can't remember his name, but he was super cool. So this is Sebastopol, right? Yep. Yep. Grayton Tree yeah, Farm. We are close to 
Sebastopol. Yep, Dutton Goldfield. Oh, I love their wines. And I still can't believe I was writing this this morning. Mary Edwards. I've never tasted at Mary Edwards. All my years in Sonoma County. And I mentioned that to somebody the other day. They're like, wait, what? You've never tasted at Mary Edwards? I'm like, no, I haven't. Yeah, I'm going to be deported. Be up here around here on the I'm going to be deported back to uh, yeah, I haven't tasted there either. San Mateo. I believe that Rotterer Estate now owns them. Yep. So it's part of their Louis Rotterer portfolio. Oh, so. you know what? That's right. Rotterer. And I totally forgot about that. Uh, Homegirl reminded me that reminded me of that last night. No, that's great, though. I love that they're expanding their portfolio and picking up more Pinot and Chardonnay houses. Yeah, I just don't like, so. I just don't like, buy this, buy that, buy this, buy that. I mean, I get building up a book. We mentioned Wilson earlier, but... I don't know. Well, I'm hoping that they take advantage of the fruit that they have available and maybe source some of the fruit from Russian River Valley for some of their sparkling that they do because most of their stuff that they do is at their estate property up in Anderson Valley, which is great. There oh, it is. there it is right there. Yep. yep. On the right. Cool. I mean, that's a great that's facility. That's a pretty cool little Damn, that's huge. It is. It's a great facility. Oh, I thought Absolutely. Mary Edwards was just like a little house. No, not anymore. <laughs> Dude, have you ever thought about hosting tastings like at your house, like yeah. at that bar, like... Because there's like some clutter and shit behind them, like cleaning that up a little bit and like having like wine parties or like just tastings. So my idea, feature, oh, like starting a tasting group. D- d- my idea was to get a minimum of four people. Everybody brings two bottles. Yeah. And then we all do blind tasting. Essentially, by bringing two bottles, of course, you're going to know that there's two wines that you know exactly what they are. But yeah. so if there's three other people there and they're each bringing two bottles apiece, that means that there's six bottles you don't know about. Yeah. And those we get to taste blind. Um, and you have and to. We have to rotate. There has to be a moderator. Somebody's going to have to know what everything there's is. There's a moderator, the, and also the moderator is also going to bring a bottle from their collection or bring a bottle. And this is going to be the fun part. Yep. We're going to judge who has the best tasting, and the best tasting gets to bring home the bottle. And then oh. we just switch hosts every time. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, think about it. You, me, Taryn, and Jesse, and maybe Joe, like five people. Awesome. Yeah. Easy. Get some yeah. of those uh, FFW people in there. Yeah, I've even been doing like a tasting template. I've worked on a tasting template to have a little form so that it make it even easier while you're sitting there. So there's further more wines. Yeah, that's where, that's that was the, the other place. Yep. Oh, fuck. Yep, that was the other place. Um, a lot of Pinot, <laughs> a lot of Pinot there. There's some Chardonnay. Uh, price point's a lot higher. Um, yeah, I saw that. I, but, be, but. I mean, if it's good, I'm down with it. Just when people, yep. like you and I have had this discussion. You're super obscure. You pay a lot for your fruit, so you have to jack up your bottle prices. I'm oh, just yeah. not... That doesn't work with me. Yeah. It doesn't work with informed consumers, you know? Yeah. I mean, we... The other, not all the time. Yeah, the other stop that we were, I was kind of looking into was going to Joseph Swan. And Joseph Swan is oh, still selling yeah. wines between $35 oh, and that's $65 what, We're going there today, right? So, we can't. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I yeah. love Joseph Swan. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, that's over 10 minutes. Every episode will be give or take 10 minutes, so... Hope you all are enjoying your wine, enjoying your day. It's Saturday, December 4th. Uh, Tomorrow is, um, it's not my daughter's birthday, but we're having a birthday party for her, and I'm super excited about that. So wine is about family, about friends, about positive energy, positive people, positive moments, all things positive. So this is Professor Mikey and Chris and wine, and we out. (laughs) Episode two of Mike and Chris and wine. Chris needs coffee. He's like, oh shit, I need coffee. And I promise I will cuss less in this episode. Um, as long as you don't drive with your lap or whatever. Anyway, Chris, how you doing, buddy? Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. And no, I will not drive with my knee. I'll keep at least one hand on the wheel. Okay, cool. Um, so we had a great time on our last mission um, at uh, the Primus Place. Um, oh, Pachyderm. Pachyderm was great. I mean, everything was awesome. I mean, Mary Edwards... Um, 
Yeah, yeah everything. Taps itself down block every yeah. Edwards. Oh, yeah. And so today we're going to the Sonoma Square, my sister's hood. Um, so shout out to my sister, Katie Madigan, winemaker at St. Francis. Today's unplanned, but you and I were just talking and it looks like we have a plan. <laughs> so we're, of course, going to go by Caddis, uh, maybe stop at Cayman. Uh, Walt, have you ever, or not Walt, yeah, no, I've, Walt, have you ever been I've, to Walt? I've had experience with Walt, not at Walt. What's the other place in Dry Creek? Uh, Walt Baca. What? Walt Wal- Baca. Walt so, Baca, ha- Walt has a winery in Dry Creek? I didn't know that. Walt Baca? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, and how was that? Uh, same Pinos. Very okay, good. cool. Yep. Yeah, so, um, a little bit of a Pinot intention there. We're going to try and get into Hawks, uh, I don't know that we're going to get in because they have their following is like really impressive. So um, at the very least, they'll pour us something out on the patio. But just kind of exploring Sonoma Square. And that is it. We're going to go to Sonoma's Best for lunch. That will be amazing. Um, the sandwiches are great. And their, their wine selection is really, really awesome. So I cannot spend too much money today on wine. I said that last weekend and I just oh my god it's swan dude how much did i spend at swan yeah i hear you i did not spend. well when you run into such good wine like that, oh yeah that you don't find in the stores sometimes you just gotta pull yeah. out the card and go for it yeah so, dude and that experience at um swan was amazing yeah uh, great wines i actually would just want to go back and drop in and just pick up a few more bottles yeah i hope i uh what was it called the the Valdegate. The Valdegate. I, I drank that the other night. I saw you yeah. post that up. It's yeah. a fantastic wine. So really. good. And you should drink it. That's not a bottle you want to hold on to. No, you no, want to no. open that now. Yeah. Enjoy it now. Remind yourself. Live now. Yeah. Absolutely. Be in the moment. Dude, that guy was backing up. He almost backed he up into you. I know. So that's... Still had one hand on second, the Yeah, I know. Second episode in a row that we almost had an incident. Anyway, um... God, I love Sonoma Square. So it's going to be great. I don't even care if we buy too much wine today. Just being in the square today yeah. is going to be awesome. Do mm-hmm. little people watching while yeah. we're there. It's yeah. going to be a nice day. It's going to be, you know, probably in the sixties, maybe sixty-two, maybe if we're lucky. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's been super crazy. cold. So, oh god, there's so many awesome Mexican restaurants here. And now I'm thinking, should we go to Sonoma's Best or should we go to Maya? But I eat there all the time. Do. You, Stick with the plan. Yeah, stick with the plan. Stick indeed. With the plan. Yeah, which is a rarity so, for me. Well, it's so easy to get distracted from everything that's so fantastic around here. Yeah. Being in Sonoma County really is. I mean, if you have ADD, Sonoma County just makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> it does because you can have a plan. Oh, but wait, we should maybe do that. Maybe do this. That's why I um, used to use it up to random. Okay, yeah. we're going to the fourth restaurant yeah. down on the right hand side. Period. Yeah. Done. Oh, yeah. At least that's how I used to do wineries. Um. Oh, I just remembered. Like, like flipping a coin. That alley uh, off of East Napa where like Westwood is, Galatia Effect, um, Chapelet, and uh, oh, Passaggio Wines, and um, God, who else is down there? Um, Fulcrum. Yeah, dude, there's so much. On, there's Roche, so much. I believe down there too. No, no, no. That's on the other side of the square. Yeah, Roche is good. Um, and there's two pretty awesome dive bars, I must say. Steiner's and then, uh, what was it? what's the other one? Oh, woo-woo to dive bars. Sweet. Wait, Steiner's and, um, my God, I'm having like a senior moment, I man. I want to say Murphy's. But I don't Murphy's. Know. I think is it, it is Murphy's? Murphy's. Don't tell me I got something right. I think you did. Really? That's it sounds sweet. right. Anyway, yeah, I think it is Murphy's, tickets. dude. I think I'm going to buy a lot of tickets today. Cool. So we have a lot of fun planned for the day. And it's gorgeous. No rain, no overcast. I'm... I, I, we need the rain. Yeah, I know. I get it. I still don't have to like it. Oh, so. We got two good days of it this last yeah. week. I'm good. Give me a yeah. day off. Yeah, exactly. Today. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Tomorrow you know it's supposed to rain football. like after. Oh, that's right. Um, you watched the Niners game last weekend, right? I did. Oh, wasn't that awesome? 
good game. Yeah. Well, it was awesome that we won, but not awesome that it went to that point. But yeah. Do you drink wine when you watch football, or do you drink beer? Uh, actually, yes, I do drink wine when I watch football. Oh, me too. Yeah, because totally. I bust out all the cheese and salami and all that fun stuff. Because that's, oh, that's how cool. you're supposed to do with wine, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, Sunday wines, baby. Yeah, that's For why I, sure. I sit home. I'm in my PJs drinking wine, enjoying football, mm-hmm. not really caring about the beer commercials that are on. Yeah. I don't just see an occasional wine commercial. I mean, even from the Wagner family. Come on. At least something. <laughs> <laughs> the Wagner family? They've got the, quite the portfolio of wines that are quite popular. Um, what wines have you uh, had recently that have been kind of memorable and impressive? Oh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to give a shout out right now to Roth Estate. There um, you go. I actually picked up a bottle, and they're not producing it anymore um, in the white labels, but 2016 um, Estate Merlot. They're not having, doing that anymore? They're, they've got a reserve right now, a 2018 reserve, and honestly, it wasn't really up to my par. On the uh, black label? That yeah, black, yeah, oh, yeah, on the reserve oh, black wow. label. Cool. Uh, so the white label, I actually picked up a bottle on sale for 14 bucks. They've got some at Bottle Barn right now. Nice. But it's a great blend right now of Merlot. And Petite uh, Syrah, a, I believe, right? Uh, it's got a little bit of Syrah and okay. a little bit of Malbec in there. Ooh, nice. Uh, but the bottle that I ended up picking up from Roth, uh, just it had to have been seller just right because yep. it was just a bottle variants. Everything was just great. I mean, that, that Syrah was coming through. Yeah. Just a really tasty bottle. So a 16 Merlot from yeah, Roth. Yeah, 2016 You know, Merlot. Merlot was the, first of all, Merlot is the varietal that got me into wine, period, like I said on the last episode. But Merlot is actually the varietal that turned me on to Roth. Way back in the day, Jesse Katz and I were tasting wine in the Lancaster tasting room. And he's like, dude, try this. I'm like, what the hell is Roth? And then he kind of told me about it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. There's some fantastic, yeah. really elegant. I love Roth. Out there. Yeah, and don't forget, I'm a veteran from Roth. I love that winery. I don't care what anyone says. It's, it's and they've it's definitely awesome. made you know the Merlot. Yeah, and this one is is in my opinion just a little heavier body than normal, just because they think they add in the Syrah and that yeah. kind of gives it a little more backbone, which is really nice too. It was really good. I ended up pairing it with food. Cool. Um, with a nice steak, it was very nice. So for me, uh, impressive wines was uh, I have to give a shout out to St. Francis Winery. Uh, winemaker Chris Luton. I had the uh, 20, I think, yeah, 2018, I want to say, 2018, either way, the a Lago Marcino Cabernet last night. I mean, what what else would you want from a Cabernet? It is, it is flawless. It is perfect. Flawless. No, it is. There are no errors. There are no inequities. There's no idiosyncrasies about the wine. I mean, it's a great expression of Cabernet. The oak is so well massaged into the voice of the Cabernet. And it's from Russian River, which I still think is so weird. <laughs> it's a Cabernet from Russian River. And it's, I mean, it's round. It's robust. It's sexy. It's like this just hot chick that invited you over. No, I don't know. It's just amazing. It, it even just it, sounds It really is. Hot. It's poetic. Dude, you, I, there's a, a little Russian bit. Russian River Cabernet, that sounds hot. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it has that kind of like slow-moving jazz swagger of a Pinot, but it has that also intention and definite discussion of a Cabernet. So... We'd say it'd be the bass player in a jazz band. Mm, I'm glad that you asked it like that. Um, what instrument would a lo- no? The lago would be that that beautiful, just female character on stage singing in this like soft and smoky way that you can only pay attention to it. I mean, it's just such a discussion opening that bottle. I paired it with this um, pasta that Sue made um, the other night, and uh, yeah, I was just smitten. So. Lago Marcino Cabernet for me recently, and today I am after one varietal. I'm actually after some Syrah. So we're going to Caddis first. I know Chris has the Livermore Syrah in the tasting room, or shit. I hope I hope he does. And um, 
does also shout do you, out to his Cabernet yeah and his Cabernet yeah I'll get you a bottle of that oh Fantastic. so does Walt make anything I should know this but do they make a Syrah or do they make any I mean Walt, Ca, Hall is a Cabernet book obviously but does Walt make Syrah I, I don't know but the, the combination of Walt and Baca between the two because I think Baca was doing Zinfandels yeah and there is and which is up in Dry Creek so they uh-huh. could very well could be doing the Syrah because there's some good Syrah in Dry Creek Oh, yeah. So we'll have to find that out. Yep. That'll be on the next episode. The, what, just like <laughs> Syrah? Dude, we should date, do do a day that is like only Syrah. Like, if we taste any other varietals, it's given minimal attention or focus. I mean, unless it's absolutely just beaming with personality and impressiveness. But, yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, today is going to be my Syrah day. I, I need Syrah. I need awesome Syrah. I need Syrah that gives me like... like erotic dreams or something like i just need awesome syrah today chris are you are you feeling me on that are you talking about like very nice fruit forward or are we talking about like you know more of like that gamey meaty syrah yes yeah more like dark qualities and when people say fruit forward first of all i don't even know what the that means i think i do but if the fruit is more visible than the oak and the spice i mean that's one thing i just don't like when it's just so fruity it's just like Okay, I get it. That's not the only way to show varietal character is just by making it "quote unquote" fruit forward. You know what I'm saying? Or, or saying that it has more like dark fruit characters yeah. to it. I'm looking for dark personality. I'm looking for a synergy, a harmony, a euphony, if you would, of oak varietal character, vintage, and the uh, well, vintage, kind of a vintage capture the conditions of the vintage, and also the vineyard. I I, I want if it is filtered, I want it to be pragmatically filtered well, don't well, strip away layers and you know you know the voice of the wine you know what i mean i always say this wrong are, are we looking for a little viognier in there in the no. syrah I, I mean i know i know coat roti is a style and i know just syrah and viognier is a style it's just not my thing you know you, you don't need to and again a lot of winemakers do that to make it you know more aromatic and to freshen it up or clean it up that's not the only way to do it note. you know pick from a different block or pick one block earlier and pick another block later i mean you know, get it together, people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I've been tasting there. Don't name the name, but uh, I mean, if you want to, uh, good, uh, we good. we should go there after we go to one of these dive bars. Uh, good balsamic, if I remember right. Oh yeah. Yes. Cool. All right. Well, we're over ten minutes, Chris. Good to see you today, my brother. Good it's going to gonna be a fun sad. day. And uh, Mike and Chris and wine episode two. In Sonoma. We out in Sonoma. Peace. Leap. New Year's Day one one two two. What do they call those? Palindrome? Palindromes? That sounds pretty smart to me. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. It's Mike and Chris and Wine, episode three. Good morning. And we are going to Chalk Hill, more specifically the FFW book or portfolio, Foley uh, Food and Wine Society, starting at Chalk Hill. Back in the day, I think I mentioned on uh, the last two episodes uh, that I used to work in the FFW portfolio. Uh, my last base was Roth, and uh, I'm excited to go back. Uh, but Chalk Hill, we have an appointment. Roth will just drop in. Hopefully, they'll be cool. I'm pretty sure they will be. Uh, I hope the Chalk Hill people will be cool, but I won't elaborate on that. We're going to go to uh, Foley Sonoma. Uh, maybe go to Hawks, because you said you wanted more of that Merlot. Yeah, how- more Merlot, please. And how was that Merlot? And remember, speak up uh, so they can hear it you. It is absolutely fantastic. It was really well put together. Uh, good price point too. I think it was like fifty bucks a bottle, and it was so good. I 
brought it home and drank it that night. So I need to go back and get another one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And uh, what were you drinking last night? You sent me a couple pictures. I can't remember. So last night I was drinking a 2015 Halter Ranch Cabernet, which is from down in, um, I think, the Adelaide District, like outside of Paso Robles. And it was a 79% Cabernet, 13% Malbec, and 8% Petit Verdot. Um, nice. Actually, really, really well, well put together wine. Um, a little fruit forward just because the, the year was, you know, the wines were very uh, intense in fruit. Yeah. Um, so definitely needed that blend. And after having about five years, six years age on it, um, it still had a, a, a lot of fruit in there. So very heavy, uh, but really well put together wine. Um, been holding on to that bottle for quite a while. So great winery, Alter Ranch. And recently, uh, the Madigan Mob, we did our uh, Pinot tasting. And t- Katie and I, my sister, were talking about, you know, wines that are quote unquote fruit forward. Or do you want more fruit? Do you want more spice? Do you want to taste more barrel? How much barrel do you want to taste? When you look for a wine, regardless of what it is, and regardless of what people say about varietal correctness, and I fucking hate that term, what do you look for in any wine? Do you look for more fruit? Do you look for more spice? Do you look for oak? Do you like oak? Do you want oak? For me, I look for voice. I look for identity. If I had to pin it to, you know, earth or spice or fruit, I do look for fruit. But when I get too much like just that jammy, and I hate that word jammy because it makes me think about Zinfandel people, but I just look for real identity and real fruit. Like what do you look for in any wine? Like last night when you opened that bottle, not knowing what you would, you know, encounter or what would speak to you, what would sing to you, what were you hoping for? I was hoping actually for a little more complexity and a little more integration, having a little more age, but because it was a 2015 and such an intense, it was a very dry year, very uh, small berries, very intense fruit, you know, with a blend like that, after that much time, you don't really know where those flavors and where that fruit's going to go. So it was a little intense with some of the the, the uh, grapes, you know, where others were, you know, a little more laid back. So, you know, I think the 2015 was a tough one just because it was so, some of the fruit was so intense, Yeah. you know, that, that you know, kind of don't know what you're going to get over time. Well, there's a lot of drought. I mean, a lot of drought affliction and influence that year as well. Yep. I had the, uh, last night I started with, um, uh, the Merlot, the St. Francis Merlot. I can't remember the vintage, maybe 18 or 19. Um, I thought it was great. It, it didn't really have that grip that, that I wanted it to, but I mean, that was like, who cares? The Malbec that I sent you a picture of, excuse me, uh, from Lambert Bridge. Oh my God. I only had one glass of that because I, I just do not want to finish this and I want some tomorrow night. Oh my God. Shiloh Road, Shiloh Road, baby. Well, I'm glad that you had a little Malbec last night because at Chalk Hill they have their 2018 Malbec out right now and they also have a 2018 Malbec Petit Verdot uh, that they co-fermented, so, which is fantastic. Nice. It must be black as night. I mean, if, it, they, if, they co-ferment, if they co-fermented Petit Verdot and Malbec, it must be like super dark. All I know is that it, it's a really well-integrated wine and, and very, very tasty. That's cool. So, yeah, I yeah. up a bottle last time. My so favorite wine... My favorite wine wines from uh, Chalk Hill have always been the Malbec, the Syrah, and this one Chardonnay that they do. Not the one that they distribute to, like, you know, the entire world, but um, the Malbec has always been my top, top favorite um, for a number of reasons. And it's not just the Malbec bandwagon that some people like to be on, but... No, they've got it, fantastic Chardonnay. They've got the uh, just the Coastal, which is their distributed wine, yep. uh, which actually got really good ratings this year. I think it got like one. I read somewhere someone rated it at ninety-two, which of course I don't follow ratings that well, but it's a good indication that you know it's a good wine. Um, they've got the Estate, the Right Creek, and then the Filta. 
Mm-hmm. So, all, oh yeah, the Felta, good. yeah for sure. I remember the Felta. And the estate has been fantastic the last two years. Yeah, uh, last year especially. So it's New Year's Day, Chris. Do you have any New Year's resolutions that pertain to wine? Do you want to collect in a different way? Do you want to go tasting more, go tasting less? Do you want to start that tasting group that we talked about with like Jesse and Taryn or whoever? My God, it's so beautiful today. Um, Look at that vineyard. So I do have a wine New Year's resolution. My resolution is to be a little more responsible, to use the spit cups more and use them more basically just for the wines I don't like. Um, So that way, you know, I'm not, you know, um, so... When I finish the tasting, it's not out of a scientific research. So, you know, so. Well, you have to taste everything. Yeah, you have to taste everything. Exactly. I'm trying to be a little bit more economical about, you know, how much I'm I'm, uh, tasting throughout the day. So my resolution, I'm going to explore the lower price points more intimately and more creatively. Uh, Oftentimes when I go to Bottle Barn or if I go to a winery, of course, I like them. I shouldn't say of course, but many times I will like the wines of a higher price point and I'll just buy them instead of focusing on the lower price point. Dude, what are you doing? Checking. Checking what? You don't know where you're going, dude? Yeah, how many times have you driven this? My phone was Chris is lost again, you guys. Anyway, um, just exploring lower price points. When people say, oh, this bottle's only, oh God, it's $12 a bottle. Oh, it's going to suck. Well, you don't know that until you try it. And whatever I like is a great wine. I'm the consumer. I win every single time. Hey, do you want to go to Mayakama? Have you ever been there? I had clients up there, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude, it's rad. Um, Anyway, so just exploring lower price points, um, collecting more, just collecting more strategically. Uh, Again, still looking for that new house, you guys. Um, But when I do have that new house, uh, my best buddy here, Chris, is kind enough to um, gift me a, is it a 75 bottle fridge? You wish. It's like a 48. (laughs) You cheap fuck. No, Okay, that's fine. All right, so a, 40, a, a 40-something bottle fridge. Um, and either way... Which will I, be plenty. Yeah, you, which will be plenty, and then I'm going to get my own. But um, just collecting more and taking notes. And um, I don't have Seller Tracker, which is amazing that I don't have Seller Tracker, but I don't. And um, just kind of collecting a little bit more creatively and just seeing what else is out there. Finding more of those, like, small producers. It sucks that um, uh, Walt Baca... Baca isn't open today because yeah, I, that well. that looked really cool and I mean I love that label Walt so um, anyway and there's that there's a new um, facility there I believe with some new wineries in that area isn't there I think all uh, Ali is in there um, and a couple others because Walt Baca is right across the street from Devero so oh yeah 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 I I think so I I, I have not been there in a long time to that part of West Side Road or um, Healdsburg in sounds like a long we need time. to investigate then sir. yes not well not today we already have enough <laughs> planned but um, yeah so Foley Sonoma I wanted to talk to you about what what do you like from that from that uh, that site you know that they actually have Sangiovese there that yep. I, I think is really good uh, their Chardonnays have been good. Um, Oh, they're uh, Tanat. They've got a Tanat. Oh yeah, there. just like in the in the oh. tradition of a striker. Remember? Oh, I, yeah, I absolutely love it too, and the price point on it is fantastic because usually I think around forty dollars a bottle. Uh, but I love that wine, and not many people produce it, so that's a that's a special one. I should say for sure. They got Petit Verdot, they got Cab Franc, they've got Cabernet, they they've got Zinfandel. Yep. They've got Grenache. They've got they've got they've got. Do they? They've got they've got, do yeah. they? I was gonna say, do they still have the uh, the sparkling? Yep. 
at the oh, Barclay. Okay, there you go. They they do a couple different versions of it, too, I believe, too. Oh, you're kidding? Yeah. So okay, um, they've got their reserve wines now. Um, after Courtney Foley was there, uh, she upped their game a little bit with some of their wines. Do uh, they and still labels too? I, I know that Courtney's not there anymore, but do they still do that blend that Courtney started? The one with the the painting on the outside? Uh, that's Courtney's blend. Yes. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. still do it. Still oh, cool. That. Oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah I love that label and I love that wine. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. Talk about great value. Like seriously, I think it's. What, like 40 or 50 something? But with. It's probably a little bit more now, but yes, oh, really? traditionally it's been a lot uh, on, the, on the lower side. Dude, even if it's like 60 with my discount, I mean. Oh, it's well worth oh, it. Oh yeah. my God, well worth it. Yeah. That, that's what I value about Foley Sonoma is that the, the wine quality um, is, is much higher than, than you'd expect the price point to be. Or excuse me, the price point is much lower uh, for the quality wine that you're getting. So, yeah. You'd expect. So. For sure. Another beautiful day in Sonoma County. Right now we're on Chalk Hill Road, uh, that part that is quite narrow and windy, but it's beautiful. Um, Chalk Hill in 2019 got hit pretty hard with fires. The fire, I can't remember the name of that fire. Was it the... I'm not gonna remember. Either. I can't remember, but... Um, too many fires. Yeah, too many fires. Luckily this year we were spared, but um, Chalk Hill as a property did get hit pretty hard. Uh, Bill Foley's garage, I think, burnt down. Some watershed burnt down. And then... Um, I don't know, just Chalk Hill and Sonoma County, we've been through a lot. It was good to have a year off from fires. And that's why Chris and I are out in Sonoma County today visiting the FFW book. We're over 10 minutes, so you guys, this is Mike and Chris and Wine, episode three. Expect many, many, many more, especially in this new year. All wine, all positivity. Chris, you want to leave us with anything? Any thoughts? Just drink it. (laughs) Just drink it. Drink responsibly. Enjoy your life. Enjoy your day. Enjoy your wine. Professor Mikey and Chrissy out. Mike and Chris in Wine, Episode 3, Pause Vibes.